Welcome to Kentucky Horsepower, the official podcast of the Kentucky Automobile Dealers Association. Hi, and good day, everyone. This is Jason Wilson with the Kentucky Auto Dealers Association, and I'd like to welcome you to our official podcast, Kentucky Horsepower. And joining me today, I'm very pleased to have Stu Zalud of ACV. Uh, Stu has been a longtime friend of mine uh, personally in this business, and uh, I've, I've gotten to know Stu through the years and ACV and what they have done in a very short period of time is pretty impressive, and we're going to talk about that. Uh, Stu, welcome to our podcast. Appreciate you joining us today. Jason, thanks for having me. It's uh, it's it's always nice to talk to friends, and and I uh, I have a lot of them in Kentucky, including yourself. So it's uh, it's nice to be here. Well, good to be here. So Stu is the uh, director of strategic partnerships uh, with ACVM. Part of what that means is he deals with people like me throughout the country, various associations, and building these strategic relationships. And uh, I am very pleased if you haven't seen in our earlier uh, emails and announcements that we sent out that we do have a partnership with ACV, which uh, we're very appreciative of and uh, excited to move forward with because I believe it, and I think you all will as we talk through this, ACV is on the cutting edge of some really unique things and is changing the way vehicles are bought and sold currently. So Stu, let's, let's talk about that a little bit. For those that aren't as familiar with ACV, sure. give us a little history and uh, of this fairly young company. That'd be great. Um, ACV actually was started in 2015 by an independent auto dealer who had been, he'd been in business for quite some time and he, and he recognized a lot of inefficiencies that have existed, Jason, almost throughout my entire career. You know, one of the parts of our business that really hasn't evolved a great deal over time is the wholesale side of our business. So he had an idea of how to maybe bring this into the 21st century and digital, digitize it, make it an app, make it, make it uh, a 24-7 type of an experience as opposed to a once-a-week experience, eliminate some of the ancillary costs of moving cars when they don't sell, how to do that. So ACV was born in Buffalo, New York mm -hmm. in 2015. And fast forward about a year later, after some minor testing, because they just didn't have a whole lot of capital, they were awarded an innovation prize that the state of New York uh, grants every year for the most innovative product uh, within that state. And they won a million dollar grant. So it was not, it's a forgivable amount of money. It doesn't have to be repaid. Right. to advance the business. And that's how it was launched. I mean, that's how the company started. Um, and we started in, in very slowly and, and uh, had to really educate a lot of dealers because it was such a significant change in the normal course of most of their business. I mean, it, it was new. There were, there were adorations of it, but not to the extent uh, that ACD brought to the table. Um, and, and it's evolved today into, believe it or not, a publicly traded company on the NASDAQ stock exchange. And that's happened in, in actually less than six years period of time, which demonstrates the number one, the need, and number two, the acceptance, and number three, I guess, the people in the process that do it because the experience is pretty good. Well, to your point, it, it has been a tremendous amount of growth for this company in a relatively short period of time and going public, uh, I believe that just happened within the last couple of months, right? I mean, that, that's yeah, a recent March, thing. March 24th, ACV became a public company and uh, it was a big day for, uh, for all of us, uh, especially those of us that have been around a long time like I have. But uh, 
Yeah, it's really, it's really a, a, a credit to everybody in, inside the company and what we've been able to accomplish. Well, and to our dealer partners, obviously, as well. Absolutely. And I know a number of our dealers here in Kentucky utilize ACV, but let's talk a little bit about the nuts and bolts of what you touched on it uh, in giving sort of the context of how the company got started and what some of those frustrations were. But for a, a dealer watching this who hasn't utilized ACV, what are some of the real features and benefits in this challenging market that we're in as far as uh, both obtaining and uh, getting rid of inventory, uh, specifically wholesale inventory and those sort of things? It, it, that's a great question. And, and, and I will tell you that, that obviously right this minute, the, the, the constraints on the supply side versus the demand side have never been as high as they are. Hence the, uh, you know, all the, all the used car indexes are, are almost 50 points above, above average, which is a hundred. So when they get, they reach over a hundred, you know, there's, there's less supply and more demand. I think right now, the last one I saw, Jason was 150. The problem is the margins have continued to erode just like they have in the new car side of the business. But the good news is the condition reports and some of the, the, the efficiencies that a, that, a, that a solution like ACV brings to the table still continues to help dealers buy cars and also sell aged inventory or, or cars that don't meet their core needs and make money doing it. Um, we see it day in and day out. And obviously, we wouldn't be as successful if it didn't work. And, and part of the reason, there's two things that really set, set ACV apart, I think. Number one, we inspect every vehicle that's launched for sale on our platform and every inspection is identical, whether the car is a $1,000 car or $150,000 Ferrari. It goes through the same process by an ACV company employee inspector. And then we launch it into a live marketplace. So think about this, in a traditional uh, setting, you have a, a, a lane or maybe it's, a, maybe it's an online presence of some kind, but your market space is, is somewhat limited. Now you're basically, the, the marketplace becomes the whole United States. Uh, people set filters, you can, you can look for specific inventory. You can be sitting at your dinner table and a car could be launched in California, for example, and it's something that you need for either a, a specific customer or you need it for your inventory. And you can pull out your phone and bid on that car and maybe win the car and ACV can transport it for you. Or you can transport it on your own back to your dealership and, and you're in business. Um, the, the access of every day makes a huge difference from a cash flow standpoint. You know, we saw that dramatically increase during COVID. Yeah. A lot of guys had a far less floor traffic. People were afraid to come in or they couldn't come in because states were shut down. We were able to liquidate inventory seamlessly without human without human contact all of our all the protocols were in place from our side and if a dealer wanted to just leave us a set of keys and give us a floor price for the car we could go inspect it um, the technology that we we've, we've developed one of which we have a patent on called virtual lift is is second to none so you know our inspections include over 100 points of inspection we have 50 some photographs of every car that we inspect we put a paint meter on every car. We put an OBD2 scanner on every car. You can actually hear the engine as you're bidding on the car at, at uh, 1,500 and 3,000 RPMs from a cold start. 
We have a, a piece of equipment that we were just granted a US patent on called virtual lift. And we drive the car over this equipment and it virtually stitches together, I think 24, 2,500 individual photographs. And you can actually see the whole undercarriage of any car that you're, you're trying to buy to determine number one, has anything been modified? And, and you know, and I know that, for example, if a catalytic converter is missing, that's a four or $5,000 adjustment to the price of right. an automobile. Um, has there been any modification of the suspension? You can tell all of those kinds of things. And more importantly, from the Northeast and, and some of the harder climates, how much rust is on the car? Um, so as technology, and we are, we're not done. Uh, this, right. is, this, is, this continues to evolve day by day by day. And there's a lot more coming that's not ready for publication quite yet. But what I'm saying, what I guess what I'm saying is the, the inspection reports are gonna to continue to evolve, continue to improve and continue to provide a granularization that has never been available before. And that's why cars do so well on our marketplace and, sure. and bring a lot of money and yet still provide a margin of, of profitability for the buying side of it. Well, look, over the last year, especially, uh, we've all done things differently than what we did prior uh, to the pandemic and online experience is no different from the dealer level uh, to, of course, the buying and selling of vehicles. It, it has all changed and, and, and has uh, probably accelerated in a lot of ways the, the very types of things that you're speaking to. I mean, I think about going to auction, you know, 20 years ago and what that experience was like going and standing in the lane and going through that process and what it's like today. Uh, it really is night and day. Um, so given this uh, environment that we are in right now, and I know you have numerous reps that work closely with dealers throughout the country in, in being as effective as possible in the buying and selling of vehicles, those sort of things. Are there any sort of best practices or things of that nature that you all are speaking to dealers on just to, to, to help them yeah, maximize I, I, inventory? There, there, there certainly are. And, and the first one that comes to mind, and, and I, I kind of refer to it as the silent assassin. You know, I, we follow the NADA data, as I'm sure all of your dealers do as well. And, and you know, for my time when I worked in that in, in, at NADA, you know, the trade ratio was about 50%. I just looked at the 2020 data, which has just been released, and it's now down to 41.1%. Yet the volume is still going to be somewhere in that 15 to 16,000 range as it was several years ago. Um, why is that? It's the silent assassin, and that's what I'll refer to these, these large uh, online, again, online uh, retailers of used vehicles. You know, the, the, the Vrooms of the world, the Carvanas of the world, even the CarMax that has, you know, plant equipment and physical locations, none of those existed 10 years ago. They were, they, or if they did, they were, they, were, they were infinitesimal in terms of size from today. Um, those, got, those people have made it so convenient and the perception with a lot of consumers is it's easier to sell them your car than it is to sell it at a dealership or take it in trade. Um, dealers need to be very aware of that. You can combat it and we have several products and services that help combat that, but the perception is it's so convenient. They, they still come and buy the new car, Jason. Mm -hmm. but, but the trade's not there. That trade number now in 2020 is, as I said, it's at 41%. And that's from NADA. So where did, those, where did that other 10% of those trades go? They went to these other, these other carriers, these other ways to dispose of cars. 
There's also Craigslist. There's also Google. You know, all these ways to sell your own car. Consumers do some of that. Dealers can combat that um, in a lot of different ways. But one, you have to make sure the public knows that you're tra- that you'll buy cars, whether they buy right. something from you or not. Whether you're whether you can you can advertise it in, on your on your physical lot. If you if your ordinances in your community don't allow signage, go wrap a used car. Go wrap a used car and just say we buy cars and stick it out there sideways on the front of your lot and let the world know that you buy cars because a lot of consumers driving by, you pay a lot of money for that for that drive-by traffic. They don't understand that you're also in the business of buying cars. They know you sell cars, but a lot right. of them don't don't think of you as a place to go to buy. We've developed an in-home and in in-office um, uh, inspection process that really helps a great deal because from a convenience standpoint, you can now be as convenient as these people that'll come and pick up your car on a carrier, take it away and give you a check. You can have ACV come to your come to the consumer's house or his place of business. We do the same inspection and we'll send that data right back to you as, as the dealership that's asking for it. And you'll be the only one that gets it. You can look at that car and with our data, I guarantee you, if you're, if you're in the appraising side of the business, you'll be able to put a real number on a car as opposed to the typical, I think your car's worth between 12 and 14. The consumer thinks 14, the dealership's thinking 12. So somewhere down the line, $2,000 has to be gapped to make the right. deal, right? right. We, we can eliminate all that. And better than that, Let's just say it's a car that doesn't fit your, uh, your needs. Either it's too old, it needs too much reconditioning, it's too high mileage, it's off-brand, whatever the reason is. We've now inspected that car. Remember, we run these auctions every single day, nine or 10 hours a day, maybe a little longer because we're coast to coast. So if it doesn't fit, you put it right into our auction platform and we'll wholesale it for you and improve your cash flow. In fact, you might even get your cash for the trade before you cash the new car deal with the lender. It's, it's pretty neat. And, and, and we've been very successful. COVID, COVID moved that effort along much quicker than we thought, but we're now sure. in a position to do that. All we need is a, a dealership to ask us and within 24 hours, we can be to somebody's location and do that for them. Um, in terms of other, other ideas to source cars, I think you have to be uh, very progressive in terms of in your own community, partner with whoever you might be able to. We had an interesting idea that we looked at the other day. It's the back of a valet parking ticket. Hmm. And it actually talks about, we buy, we want to buy your car and it's ABC, whoever, right? Right. right. And, and, and here's what they did. They went to that, that restaurant with valet parking and they said, look, we'll buy all your parking tickets. We'll put all your information on one side. All we want is our information on the other side that, by the way, did you know that we buy you cars and we want your car? Mm-hmm. You can do it at an airport. You can do it anywhere you want. And I guarantee if you go in and say to somebody, we'll just buy that, we'll pay for the printing of the ticket. And then you print your stuff on one side and their information and liability stuff on the other side, that's going to work. I think, yeah. I think Uber, Uber and Lyft drivers are another place that you can go to at least make sure that, and, and maybe compensate them for, for, for that. In other words, if they bring you a lead that somebody's in their, in their Uber and they're going to a body shop, well, obviously they've had an accident in their car. Right. Maybe, hey, if you're gonna trade that car, why don't you go see my friends over at so-and-so Chevrolet or whatever. Um, here's another thought, a, a very quick thought. Okay. 
we all pay our salespeople to sell cars. Why not pay them if they bring us a car that we buy? Let them become arms of the dealership. There's Craigslist, there's Google, there's Auto Trader, there's all sorts of services out there where consumers list their cars. Why not reach out to some of those consumers and, and say, hey, by the way, my manager's looking for X. We need cars. Why don't you come see us? Come see me and let me introduce you to the, to the used car manager and see if we can't buy your car right now. Sure. And maybe you'll even want to buy something from us. Um, it's a great idea. And I think, I think some of these compensation plans, that ought to be part of it. It ought to be part of the consideration in the, in the plan. Well, ultimately, what we're speaking about is a much more proactive approach to go get inventory and, and non-traditional ways to do it. I mean, look, for, you, for years, there have been dealers that have had sort of on their side, hey, we'll buy your car, but that's about the extent of it. You might see right. it in front of the building. So what we're talking about now in this time where inventory is a real challenge right now, because sales have been phenomenal. Uh, dealers are doing very well right now. There's been a lot of, whether it be stimulus money, all these things that have helped uh, move things along. Uh, but in tougher times and with these challenges we have right now, it is important to get creative and do some things different and, and thinking differently. Uh, and certainly, I think what we have all dealt with over the last year has caused a lot of creative thinking. And dealers are as good as anybody I know in adapting and thriving in, uh, in difficult, tough times. As we, as we move forward into uh, 21, what does ACV see as the, what do they see as the market as a whole? What are you all talking about in terms of what does the rest of 2021 look like from a sales inventory I mean, management standpoint? That's a great question as well. I, I, I think it's going to be, I think the focus has to be used cars. I mean, everybody out there is reading about all the shortages that exist sure. today. And I don't think those are going to get resolved anytime soon. Um, I think that's maybe a fourth quarter and that might be a little optimistic. So you know, if, if you're, they've all, everybody's done really well right now and grosses are up because there's just lack of supply of new cars, but right. it's going to get harder and harder and harder. I was looking at another state today and, and their truck business is flat for the first quarter, uh, but their new car, their car sales are off 28%. Well, as trucks become harder and harder to get, and I think they've been more effective, trucks and SUVs are more affected by this chip shortage than some of the car models. I think that truck flatness could go to a negative in the next 60 to 90 days. Mm -hmm. And I think the car number might get a little better because some people will say, well, I'll buy a car because I can't buy a truck. But, but the focus needs to be used. It, it truly needs to be used. Um, and and I, would, I would recommend to all of the people listening to this or that hear this, look at every source you possibly can. You know, ACV is a great place. You know, we operate, our efficiencies are tremendous. But there's other places as well. We're not the only game in town. We know that. You need to have all your tentacles in the water to buy and to sell. But the thing that I, that I always tell every dealer is because of the way ACV is constructed and the way that it's been built, I think the first opportunity before that car ever moves should be give it, give it a shot on ACV and see how much it does actually return to you, the dealer, and 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 obviously with a, with a lower cost of doing business, if the fees are less, and and uh, whether you're buying or selling, the other interesting thing as we move into 2021, um, in the midst of the pandemic, we bought a company called TrueFrame, and uh, 
most everybody knows about 15 to 16% of what's sitting on a dealer's lot probably has an accident reported in its vehicle history. And, and we have a, an inspection process now that, that resolves that issue, whether it be a Carfax uh, problem or an Experian problem in the vehicle history report. And we are, we are accredited with both to go in and modify those reports. So if there's a triangle and an accident reported in Carfax, for example, we can inspect that car cosmetically and structurally create a report that stays with that car forever, go in and modify the Carfax report to minor damage if that's what we find, a bumper, a, a taillight, uh, you know, a, a grill assembly, something like that, as opposed to a freight train hitting the car. Right. Uh, we go in and modify the report. We provide the, the, uh, the dealership with a certificate to give to the consumer that it's been inspected by a third party. And it helps to, it helps to create a uniform story, no matter who's talking to that customer, because they can tell that customer exactly what happened to the car in terms of the accident. And it, it causes less perception that that car be devalued by the consumer, as opposed to one sitting next to it, that might not be the right color, that might not have the same equipment, but the consumer says, I'll sacrifice and buy that car because this car has been in an accident. Sure. It's, it's, it's doing very, very well. And eventually, if you think about this, let's just go down the road four or five years from now, when maybe a third of the inventory in the United States has this inspection, it's going to be a game changer for the industry, I think. Well, you know, it, it is all about d disclosure and, and that's that's the environment we're in and moving forward will, will only continue to be the case. So it, it does make sense. Uh, Stu, we're sort of winding down our time here, but I certainly want to thank you for joining us. Uh, I want to thank ACV for the partnership that we have now with the Kentucky Auto Dealers Association. And uh, I, would, I would invite all of our dealers to look into ACV as an option for their needs in this arena. Uh, you are a very proven product at this time uh, with a phenomenal track rest record, very quick growth. And uh, we're looking forward to working closely with you and, and seeing you at our convention here. I, uh, look, I look forward to meeting a lot of your dealers at the convention. I will be there uh, with bells on, as they say, and, and, uh, I'm happy to talk cars with anybody about anything. And, and uh, we really appreciate the relationship. Look, we, we wouldn't be where we are today without our association partners like Kentucky and other states. It's, it's, a, it's a big part of our efforts in terms of, of telling the story, creating, you know, ACD was built on two words. And this is, I'll end this with this, trust and transparency. And we have been true to that since day one. And that, that's never going to leave this company as long as, as long as all of us are still breathing. Well, there's no question that has been a big reason you all have been so successful so quickly. And again, thank you so much for joining us on behalf of our dealer association, on behalf of Kentucky Horsepower, the official podcast of the Kentucky Auto Dealers Association. We'll see you down the road.